0: Dave. You're gonna go viral. Today's viral video, Dave, is sort of my way of uh, playing or paying tribute <laughs> to your favourite food-inspired track. The we guacamole. Play... Yeah, have a little listen. You love this. I do. It goes great with nachos. Guacamole, 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 guacamole.
1: I could never do it that well. <laughs> You have something to rival me.
0: That's right. They are are a group of uh, super cool... Uh, kids put together a song. They're called the rocket surgeons. That's what they call themselves. It's not brain surgery. It's not rocket rocket science. science. They are the rocket surgeons. Cool. they put together a song to help you encourage your kids and your family members to enjoy broccoli. Now, broccoli is one of my favourite vegetables. Love it. I dig it. My favourite way to do it is to put it in the oven, let it get crispy and put like flavours, salts, flavours and then eat it like chips.
1: Just butter.
0: Oh. Uh, Alright, so we're broccoli fans, and this song is gonna make you a broccoli fan. Have a listen to this.
2: When it's dinner time, I got something you should try. It's crunchy, green, and yummy, and it's about to blow your mind. It's low on calories, and it looks like mini trees. When you're having dinner with me. Broccoli <laughs> 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 I mean,
3: broccoli.
0: having broccoli. Girl, better give me that rock, rock. Stew it all up in a pack. Put it on the board, get the top, crap. Saute
4: all day with a chop, chop, chop. Give me them green trees. All in the bowl, I'm trolling these Kids all cool with their lunchables. Don't talk to me. I got broccoli. Papa, I need that spinach. All I need is broccoli. Top is soft and fluffy and the bottom's leak. Excited and delighted at the sight of many trees. Don't you still my bowl? just feel
2: it. When you grill it, we gon' see? Try. It's crunchy, green and yummy.
0: How good is that, Mel? I love
1: it. That <laughs> is fantastic. Way better than the guacamole song.
0: It's better than some songs that are reaching, you know, the aria chart. Yeah, I
1: reckon the production value, like it's been done really well. There's one problem in that? today's political correctness. It's a bit veget against cauliflower. <laughs> 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 it's a bit
0: veggist, Have a listen. <laughs> We the kitchen girl I got some rock for
3: you cheddar, steam Steven hot backwards day, it's Coley Brock Great with beef, Chinese
1: soup bomb with cheese ladies say when the kids say no that's more for me little about reality you see the grill and fry it. we did be we like it what do you I am we're having broccoli
0: yeah boy
1: That's awesome. You're you're rapping like the way you dance along to that needs some work. How white am I? But (laughs) but what a wicked tune. Well played.
0: It's super cool. If you want to check out the video in its entirety, it's waiting for you on our Facebook page. Go and check it out. Maybe play it tonight and the kids are going to eat some broccoli.
3: Mel and Dave on Territory FM.
0: It's time for Tech Talk with Dante St. James. Hey, buddy, how you doing?
4: I'm doing well in my little motel room in Catherine, i tell you.
0: Oh, you're down the track, buddy. Nice.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm at the moment doing a, uh, a road show with Tourism MT, teaching tourism operators all around the territory how to get the best out of their digital marketing efforts and how to you know, do things like SEO and all these strange acronyms we play with. And tomorrow morning I'm off to Northern Boy, so I'm really looking forward to getting out to go. Oh, nice
0: one. You are you are very blessed in the business of travel, my friend, when the rest of us are sitting here on our hands. But right now, it's Tech Talk with Dante St. James. And Davey, you wanted to talk yes. about some sort of gaming?
1: Yeah, Dante, are you over what's going on with this GameStop and the Reddit community affecting, like, the share price and stuff?
4: I'm actually part of the subreddit that this is all happening in, so it's been a really interesting thing. Oh, in
1: wow. So did you uh, were you able to get, like, shares? Did you buy into what was going on?
4: No, I'm more like a passive observer who likes to sort of laugh and giggle at what the things are that happen on Reddit. <laughs> rather sure. than risk my many, 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 many dozens of dollars <laughs> yeah but you,
1: you saw all this going on because it's kind of just come into fruition now that GameStop, a um you know like ps the playstation xbox game store was closing down the reddit internet community came alive and started buying shares at a low price which then forced their stock up and kind of saved them didn't they
4: well, the one thing you have to understand about Reddit is it's like a group of people who all live in their mother's basements <laughs> and, and like to get like, like, they're like online activists in a way, I suppose. They like to get behind a lot of big movements and as um, a lot of them grew up with uh, GameStop in the same way that a lot of Aussies may have grown up with EB or electronic boutique that used to be called the um, game store. Um, it hasn't. It's, these stores have seen better days. They, they're not definitely in the position they used to be. Where if you wanted to buy a particular gaming console or game, you went to EB Games or you went to GameStop in America. Now they've got these nostalgic ideas of what it should be. So when the threat was that this company was going down, the share price was tanking down to about three dollars a share. Then the people and, and being all nostalgic on the Reddit subreddit, um, there's 52 million of these people on this particular subreddit, which is wow. like a category within a website called Reddit. They got together and decided they were going to do two things. They were going to save GameStop by inflating the share price, so the people who own GameStop can get a good deal out of it all. And they're also gonna do it to um, pretty much stick up the middle finger to hedge funds and institutional investors who usually control the share market much more tightly than retail investors like you, me and Mel would do.
1: Yeah, cause Wall Street bet for GameStop to lose
4: yeah so the idea was that the the price would be inflated for the share price and then all the hedge funds look at this and go oh there's a sudden spike in this one quick let's promise to buy a whole bunch of shares and spend like tens of millions of dollars on this to buy a whole bunch of shares on the bet that within a couple of days this share price will crash again and that's a process that's called shorting they're looking to make a short term gain out of the promise of buying something so Like, you're not really buying shares in their case. What you're doing, you're promising to buy shares. It's a legal promise that you have to fulfill. So what happens is that they buy these shares at sort of a lower end, and then they sell those shares on a promise to someone else at a much higher rate a couple of days later, just before it then crashes back down. So they make this gigantic, massive profit on it. But that didn't happen this time because the Redditors, they all got together and said, we're going to mess you up, in Wall Street. We're not going to let the share price tumble. We're just going to keep trading between each other, uh, keep, that, keep that all, um, keep that all in inflated price. Wow. So what's happened is these hedge funds are losing tens of millions of dollars a day. In one case, there's one particular investor who looks likely to lose nearly half a billion dollars. <gasps> oh, oh, oh.
1: Yeah. So now. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong but the stock market has been doing this for years I mean they've been affecting stock prices to then rebuy them at a lower price and stuff like that how can those guys come in and put a stop to the reddit people purchasing more
4: so they're not doing it through legal means it's not like they're getting the securities and exchange uh, Securities investment Commission to do it on their behalf what they're doing is putting pressure on the retail share trading apps so you know, you might use direct share from St. George, or you might use um, uh, computer share through um, something like the Commonwealth Bank or whatever the particular software or app you use to run your share trading if you're a, bit of a day trader or you've just got a small portfolio of shares. So there's one called Robinhood in America, which is um, a very easy, no fees way of trading your shares. It's, it's very, very simple and easy. Most of these Redditors are using that particular app to access it. So when things got a bit weird, They've got sort of a terms of service that says when things get a bit weird on a particular um, share and we find that there's a pattern that's emerging that seems like it's dodgy, we have the right to suspend all trades on that particular stock within the app. And that's what happened. So basically the big
1: wigs are losing money. They're going to put a stop any way possible to people
4: making it. Is that what's happened? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Unless it's one of their own. Unless it's one of their own. And yeah. then all of a sudden, the, 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 everything's removed. Now, under massive public pressure and including political pressure from people like um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or AOC, who's like a very strong figure in the Democrat Party in America, and even with a bit of backing from, you know, Lion Ted Cruz, that um, was uh, one of the big backers of Donald Trump, They've actually then, the apps like Robinhood have said, oh, okay, well, we're going to lift our ban on that and let the trade as normal. So the red have all come back on. They've kept that share price inflated, and every day, these institutional investors, and these are not, um, you know, like um, investors who are playing with people's superannuation. These are really rich Lamborghini driving. Yep. You know, those kind of people that you expect like that, that walked around in the 80s with the first mobile phone and say, <laughs> buy, buy, sell, sell. They're those guys. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer people. Pretty much. And that's yeah. what Reddit is trying to follow. The people on Reddit are trying to fight against this. Good. While also trying to save their favorite game store from obliteration.
3: Mel and Dave
4: on Territory FM. <laughs> What's in the box? Da, 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 da. Don't worry about it. What's in the box? Oh, God. No. What's in the box?
0: What's in the box?
1: What's in the box? All right. Mel, you're going to keep cheating, aren't you? It's what's am... in the box time.
0: I'm not cheating. I'm asking for help, David. I'm asking for help. I'm
1: not sure today. we have enough help to give you or enough time.
0: <laughs> the kind of help you need, Melinda, we can't give you. All right, so.
1: Day four what's in the box.
0: Of the hostage situation that is um, what's in the box. You've
1: cheated. You've cheated hard. You've drawn pictures, and now you're asking for help. You One, could have done it behind my back, not what, in front of my face.
0: I, I prefer to do my dirty work where you can see me. <laughs> 1-800-808-588. You can call me now. 1-800-588. Uh, <laughs> 1-800-808-588 is the number in the studio. Let me describe for you. Oh, see, I...
1: Come on, put your I hands in. Don't worry this.
0: that you're gonna do something gross in There's here. There's no
1: snake in this box. Oh, oh, oh so no, now you want to see. look into see. it. Did everybody see that?
0: I had to find the I had to find it. Don't
1: cheat. Don't look at it. You'll oh, the get it eventually.
0: Come off. Okay. All right, so once again, it is a long threaded rod, approximately 20 centimeters. On the end of it is a nut that goes up and down the rod. Mm-hmm. There is a half moon type disc with a hole. At the centre point of the crest that goes onto the rod.
1: I would just like to say, Big Mickey B has got that. He's got it right.
0: Has he messaged you? Yeah, he's got it right. It's. Why come has he messaged up, you and not me? because well,
1: I'm using your phone to film this territory of on Facebook my phone! page. <laughs> Mick! Mick! Don't don't check the computer. <laughs> but he's got it. He, he's Message pretty much me on got Facebook, it.
0: Facebook, Mickey. Message me on. Facebook.
1: All right, what do you think it Honey. is? What do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box, Mill? Mill? Oh. Stop looking. Stop cheating. I'm waiting for. <laughs> I mean, he's. He's literally got what it is, but there's another word for it I was looking for, but he's pretty much got it right. Do you want me to tell you? No, 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 Do you no, give no. up? Because it, you've been cheating so much. If you give up and I tell Stop you... I'm
0: cheating. I asked for help and you told me I could ask for help.
1: I will put another thing in the box, because if I'm telling you what it is, I literally win.
0: Can I use mix answer?
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I'll be telling you. So if you want me to tell you, I still win. I win.
0: Is it cabinet... Joinery anchor. Yes, it is. What? I don't even know Have
1: what that is. It's a faucet fastener. So you put it under your sink to hold your tap in place. <laughs> I pulled apart Tracy's kitchen to get that. <laughs> she, is she, this is the she worst still, thing
0: you've ever done to me. Tracy
1: can't use her sink now.
0: <laughs> I need to put it back. This is not in the spirit of the box.
1: So, But it's what's in the box. I get to put whatever's in it. You didn't guess it right, so I get to put something else in there equally but as this, evil. No, but this
0: is not in the spirit of the box.
1: Yeah, that was in the box.
0: No, that, no, no, no. Yeah, that's in the box. This is not a This it's is now a out the part. box. Of a thing. It's yeah, not a thing. But
1: we can put anything we like into the box, including snakes.
0: But it's no fun when you play like this. Did you have friends as a child? Well,
1: I spent a lot of time by myself pulling things apart.
0: <laughs> I think from now <laughs> I think from now on, they have to be they have to be everyday items, things that we. Cause that, I mean, What's
1: in the box? Cheating. Seriously.
0: She
3: won, but she cheated. How good
0: was my description, though?
3: Mel and Dave on Territory
0: FM. We've been uh, running a continuous conversation about the crime issue that's happening here in the Northern Territory. Uh, we took your calls last week. We spoke with local business owner restaurateur Jason Hanna yesterday. That poor fella's had his business broken into, or businesses broken into. Some four or five times this year alone. Uh, information coming through from the Palmerston Golf and Country Club that for the third time this year they've been broken into. It seems to be a never-ending issue, Davy.
1: Yeah, crime here in the NT is spiralling out of control for businesses. Right now, we're going to speak to Graham Webb from uh, Crocodile's Park. Morning, Graham. Good morning, good
3: morning.
0: Dr Webb, it's so lovely to talk with you. I know that uh, for a lot of people, they're thinking, Crocodilus Park, why would anybody want to break into or target you guys? But you've been the victim of crime out there.
3: It's been an ongoing problem for 10 or 20 years, you know. It doesn't matter who's in government. The problem's just existed. It's definitely worse now than it was before. But we, we got hit again... Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they smashed the front doors. And then not only that, they went down and smashed the fuse box, maybe to stop the alarm, but it was actually the fuse box for the whole solar heating system. So they they, they knocked out the whole solar electricity system. We lost hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years, without doubt. Wow. You know, they, they stole crops. Hundreds and hundreds of crops were stolen from there. There's no silver bullet for it, unfortunately. It's not a matter of just punishment. I'm not sure how the hell we solve this. It's is a very complex yeah. problem to actually solve in practice.
1: Graham, is there a big market for stolen crocodiles? And what
3: do they do with them? Oh, I don't know. Look, I, I try to, if someone knows you out there that's listening, for God's sake, give me a ring because it went on for years. And I, I actually closed all the crocodile production down. It was impossible to even do it. Uh, like it's a long-term thing when you grow crops for a couple of years and then then you get an end product. If someone comes in, takes a bunch of the animals, it's nothing. You can't make it work. And last year we we're in the middle of a whole series of experiments, and they came in with the experimental thing and stole a bunch of crops. You know, yeah. so they buggered up the experiment as well. In this case, it's kids. It's it partly you know they they, they come in. We with, with sort of caught them in times with backpacks and put so many catch some. they come back in and out in and out. I don't know who they're selling it to I'd love to know if someone out there knows who was buying their shorts, it could be someone uh, sending them in a state for stuffing or something, they take that type of animal that's about you know, 80, 90 centimetres long but it. it's all been reported to the police and it's all been assessed and I don't. Know. I don't know. As a society, we're not handling this problem. I don't think very well at all. But it's a deep-seated problem that is not. Easy for us to resolve. Graham, I actually thought a
1: solution would have been have a crocodile guard your business. But unfortunately <laughs> that doesn't seem to be working with you guys. And what we do, we don't know. No,
0: I think you're right, Graham, when you say it's a very complex problem and, and not one that has that silver bullet. Good on you, buddy. Thank you so much for your time no, this that's morning. Yeah, have okay. a wonderful day.
3: I will, thank you. Mel and Dave on Territory FM.
0: Joining Mel and Dave now, we have Leader of the Opposition, Leah Finocchiaro. Good morning, Leah. Good
2: morning, guys, and good morning to your listeners.
1: Hey, Leah, we've been talking heavily this week about um, crime in the NT being out of control. All the break-ins and business owners trying to find a solution to something that is possibly the impossible. How... What do you recommend for this? What would be your way of a solution for the crime rate right here?
2: Yeah, well, certainly, Dave, there's one thing that's absolutely clear, and that's Territorians, no matter where you live, you are sick and tired of crime in our community and the Gunner government's inaction on this issue. I mean, just uh, last week we had the Chief Minister saying that bail was not an issue and that they're not going to be making any reform to bail yet what we've seen is the changes to the Youth Justice Act and Bail Act causing chaos across the territory so we've taken a very strong position on this and always have we always opposed uh, the government's changes we don't think people who are repeat offenders should get a presumption in favour of bail we think if you are a repeat offender then you should have escalating penalties that go with that repeat offending Uh, we also think that if you know we need to be giving sentenced opportunities for people to change their lives by way of compulsory sentence skills training boot camps and those types of measures uh, but ultimately this soft on crime approach from labour uh, is just creating a string of victims no matter where you go Davy, what did we see this morning there was a plan yeah. for a, a, a new facility
1: yeah leah have a listen to this do you think this is a good idea the uh, Ghana government wants to build a three and a half million dollar youth justice facility with no locks or bars
2: Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I'm left <laughs> speechless. I mean, what do you even say? Sounds great. I mean, um. Yeah, I,
1: I don't understand that. Oh, I, I kind of do get that. You know, they want to instil some confidence in them, not hold them down, but they've been doing bad yeah, things and yeah. they're now getting away with it and no doubt they're going to, I don't know, give them a nice luxurious cell as well, you know, like a nice bed,
2: TV, PlayStation. And to what cost? I mean, how many beds will even be at that $3.5 million facility? You know, this is this is a huge problem. I mean, even recently, Charles Darwin University conducted um, some research, and they went around the territory and they interviewed kids. Um, and you know, that survey came back with the biggest issue kids worry about um, in their lives at the moment it's not covid and all these other things it's actually their own personal safety mm. i mean as part of this uh, report some of the kids were saying things like i worry about getting kidnapped while i'm walking home from school i'm i'm scared of people breaking into our home and attacking us i mean this is having an impact on our children it's having an impact on families it's having a huge impact on our police who i mean we had the police association come out this week they represent 99% of police and they have slammed the government's laws as weak uh, and demanded real action. So I don't know what it's going to take for the Gunner government to get their head out of the sand. But when 99% of our police are demanding action, when Territorians are demanding action, uh, you know the government is failing in its fundamental duty to protect its citizens.
0: When you, Leah, as the leader of the opposition, uh, are talking to the government of the day, when you're holding them to account, are you getting reasonable answers? Do they do they know
2: do they know where they're falling down? Are they are they trying? No, they're in complete and utter denial about this. They're burying their head in the sand. Uh, they push this issue aside. They call it things like, oh, that's a spate of crime or we've had a, a, a you know, a, a fluctuation or an increase. They use this fluffy language um, to try and justify increases in crime. But the reality is crime has gone up and up on their watch. Uh, it's just getting worse. I mean, people in Alice Springs are, are crying yeah. out support. Um, you know, Palmerston, northern suburbs, don't It doesn't matter where you are in the territory, it's a significant issue. And, you know, for the government not to look back, you know, it's fine to try policy, but when it doesn't work, you have to have the courage to say you got it wrong and then do something that does work. And, you know, what we're seeing is a government just ignoring the issue, blindly pushing ahead with its policy agenda. It's absolutely arrogant. It lacks real leadership Uh, we are calling on the government to change its bail laws repeal the garbage they put through parliament a few years ago and start dealing with crime seriously
1: are they scared to make tougher consequences Mm. for for these people
2: Look, I think this government uh, has its own agenda and it wants, you know, to stop at nothing to implement it. It's got a a philosophical view. I don't know where it comes from. It's not rooted in community sentiment. I mean, ultimately, the Labor government is made up of 14 local members of parliament who are meant to be representing their community. And I don't think that there are 14 uh, communities out there across the Northern Territory uh, who think that there's nothing wrong with crime. So it just shows how out of touch every single member member of the Labor government is. If you're out there listening and you have a Labor uh, local member, then you need to be going and knocking on their door. Because I can assure you, all eight of the country Liberal Party local members uh, understand very clearly what their communities are telling them. And that's that enough is enough. And I think that's the, uh, that's the answer to what we can
0: do right now. We need to make sure that our voices are being heard.
2: Absolutely, And, you know, there's a number uh, of petitions out at the, mor- at the moment, mm. which are community-driven petitions, you know, people who've had a gutful. I mean, yesterday I went and visited Mad Hatters, who've been broken into yeah. so many times. I went and visited the Palmerston Golf Club four times in a month, twice this week. I mean, that's money then. For the golf club, for example, oh. that doesn't go back into our sporting community. Of course, we know that uh, clubs, community clubs like Kazali's funnel hundreds of thousands of dollars back into the local cricket club and the local netball club. And when they have to spend thousands of dollars replacing glass, that's money that doesn't go back... To our community, and so the prof- the impact is profound. You know, when you talk about businesses being broke into, that's that's jobs, that's people's uh, ability to to earn a living being compromised, um, and of course victimisation rates. You know, when you're broken into at home, that violation. I mean, explaining that to your children, why you know why someone came into your house, it, it truly is horrific. And this government just does not want to accept that its uh, changes to legislation have played a role in this.